Hello, welcome to Wink, your words, information, news, and knowledge podcast. I'm Paulette Clark, and I am a member of the Atlanta Service Center Employee Relations and Engagement Team. I'm here today to speak with you about health and financial wellness, but it won't be me. We have some special guests that will be bringing valuable information to you. First is Dr. Andrea Andrews with Concentra, and she will be discussing COVID grief. We also have Ms. Heather Pasco with Members Trust Federal Credit Union, Luxottica's own credit union, and she will be providing valuable information about your money. So sit back, take a listen, and let's get started. We'll be right back. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Hello. Thank you for that lovely introduction, Paulette. Uh, I'm Dr. Andrea Andrews, and I am a Concentra physician, and I am currently the on-site Luxottica COVID consultant. I have been providing flu vaccines for Luxottica employees, and I'm giving weekly information on your LiveSafe app about preventative medicine. And I have been invited by Paulette to give a talk about coronavirus fatigue. Um, I'd like to give ongoing podcasts if this is something that the audience enjoys. And basically dealing with your emotional, spiritual, intellectual, physical well-being. Because that's what I do as a family physician. We take the biopsychosocial approach to medicine. What's important at this time is to emphasize that we're in the time of a pandemic. And because of that, we have to heavily rely on public health measures to stay safe. And those were the three W's that we've been talking about ongoing for the last several months. The wash your hands, wear your mask, and watch your distance. Um, And now that the winter is here, I'm also asking people when they're at home going inside into closed environments to open their windows for ventilation. Before 2020, we did not walk around wearing face masks in public and maintaining physical distancing and washing our hands frequently. 
But now we're asked to stay home when we're not feeling well, to wear masks to protect ourselves and others. Only when we're alone in the office is there no need for a mask, but otherwise we need to cover our nose and our mouth. This has become quite frustrating because there's no end in sight. That frustration has a term now called COVID fatigue. COVID fatigue is we're just so fed up with social distancing and wearing our mask and watching our distance and washing our hands more frequently than we've ever washed them before. And this uh, winds up with us not wearing our masks all of the time. Uh, that's becoming a concern. Um, when will this pandemic be over? Well, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Dr. Fauci is very positive about the vaccines uh, that Moderna and Pfizer uh, have produced with a 90% and 95% efficacy. Uh, the literature really just wants a 50% efficacy or a 75% efficacy. So there's hope. We're still hoping to see that these are safe and effective vaccines, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm here to talk about some tips to help you get through that uh, coronavirus safety fatigue. Um, some of those things are to acknowledge your feelings. It's okay to be upset about it. Uh, you could be so stressed out that you're not even aware. So you kind of have to take a minute to yourself to take a deep breath do some uh, mindfulness activities. Mindfulness activities can be just taking a moment of silence and looking around your room. Look at five things. Look at the desk in your room. Look at the calculator on the desk. Look at the hand sanitizer on your dresser. Look at the paper clip. Feel the firmness of the desk. These are just some mindfulness awareness activities to make you become aware of the present moment. If that's not enough, reach out and talk to friends and family or ask for a counselor. Be realistic that you're, there's not going to be a cure tomorrow, but you can find new ways to celebrate every day. Um, Set aside your differences with your family during the holidays. The holidays are a very stressful time. Uh, so uh, find a way to say, you know what? They're so important to me that let me find a way to set aside these differences for now. Because there's so many things that we can be uh, positive about. Um, this is a good time to journal, to walk, to read, to listen to music. So... Uh, basically, uh, I found some interesting information on the Fact or Fiction uh, Coronavirus podcast through CNN by Deepak Chopra. And he talks about the four intentions, focusing on today. Today, I'm going to maintain a joyful, energetic, healthy body. Today. This is with eating well and exercising. Today. I'm going to have a loving and compassionate heart today. I'm going to be reflective and quiet and have a creative alert mind today. I'm going to practice lightness of being today with laughter, celebration, music, and poetry. Um, 
I could keep going, but uh, I think uh, I've run out of things to say right now. Um, I I do want to give people some information if they're coping with too much stress for the holidays. You can always call 911. You can ask your human um, resources representative about the employee assistant program called the EAP. You can also access the Georgia Crisis Access Line at 1-800-715-4225. And I'm available to uh, hear your questions or concerns and get you to the right uh, resource that you need. That's it. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, it's Paulette with Employee Engagement here at the Atlanta Service Center for Luxottica. Just wanted to let you know that you can certainly go ahead and download the LiveSafe app directly from your Android or your Apple devices and start using it right away. It's going to keep you in the know on parking and other emergency situations that may be happening all around campus. Stay in the know with the LiveSafe app from Asset Protection. Paulette for inviting me to speak for just a minute about who we are and how we can help during these changing and challenging times. My name is Heather Pasco. I am the member services rep for the now mobile Members Trust Credit Union. For those of you who have been with us for a while, you may have noticed the addition of the word mobile. When the pandemic took over, we quickly realized we now were separated from our members. And although we were still located in building one, only those with what I call the right COVID clearance were allowed to visit me. So we now had to pivot and I'm able to meet you on campus, any of our four campuses during peak hours. So when I look back at, let's say eight, nine months ago, I don't think any of us could have imagined being in this place. Life as we know it just stopped. Our social events, family gatherings, those impromptu Sunday barbecues with the spades game, my favorite, were now replaced with buzzwords like wear your mask, temperature checks, and the dreaded social distancing. So let's take a look at who we are and how you can use our services moving forward. One of the first things that struck me as I started doing this job was that anybody who had a deposit account with us became a member owner. Why is that important? Glad you asked. Credit unions are designed to help its members save money. Because we are a nonprofit institution, we have no stakeholders and no one except the members are paid dividends. Each member shares in the dividends through the various accounts that they have with us. All of this backed by federal and state regulators so your money is safe with us. That being said, 
as a credit union, we're able to offer lower rates on our loan products and higher rates on our savings products. So, although we only have a satellite location here in Building One, I am backed by a whole team in our Cincinnati office who are always ready to help. As I mentioned, we offer full service products, and although I don't perform teller options here, we are a part of a network of credit unions where you can walk up, and as a member of our credit union, your services are free for the most part. When I talk to family members alike, one of the things I hear most often is the feeling of not being able to control a lot of what's happening in their lives right now. So I want to take a minute to highlight one of the products that I feel can help give us back some of that control. One of the biggest lessons I've learned during this time is to plan ahead. Although nothing is guaranteed, having a plan cuts down on the feelings of stress that we've been experiencing over these past few months. We have to do something different on top of everything else going on and keeping ourselves healthy. We have to look at our financial health. Our financial health. One of the, on top of our regular savings account, one of the products that I'm really excited about right now is our Holiday Club. It is a year-long account specifically set up for the holidays, which members can fund through weekly or bi-weekly payroll deposits. This account also pays dividends, that translates to free money, and will automatically be deposited into your regular savings account after November 1st each year. This is just one of the ways we encourage savings with those dollars that we usually use for wings and a drink on a Friday night. I encourage new and seasoned employees to reach out to us. Let's start a dialogue about your financial wellness and let's see what we're able to do to help. We have many products that you're able to take advantage of, which will help again with that mental stress of not looking ahead. Thanks again for listening, and as always, we'll be back with more information, and hopefully this will be of some help to you along the way. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder before we get back into today's Wink podcast, Always dress for success and always dress like you're going to see your worst enemy. Welcome back, everyone, to Wink, your words, information, news, and knowledge segment, or podcast, rather, for the Atlanta Service Center Luxottica. I'm Paulette, part of HR Employee Engagement, and we are talking, guess what? 
Dress code. Yes, I was not kidding. We are actually just going to be recapping what you guys may have learned when you first started working for Luxottica. And since it's getting warm, we thought that it would be a great idea to just kind of go over a couple of things that you might have forgotten as time goes on throughout the year. And so we're coming from wearing jackets and coats and all kinds of things to wearing summer gear and things that are going to keep us cool when we're outside of the Atlanta Service Center campus. So what we have decided to do is to just grab the, the Luxottica employee guide and we are going to recap with you guys a couple of things that you might have forgotten. First things first, we're going to be discussing campus-wide. Then we're going to break it down because we also have the lab. And the lab has different types of dress code requirements as opposed to the regular retail AFA or DC centers. Okay, so let's begin. Right off the bat, the first thing that we have to remember is when we come to work, make sure that we're wearing clean, casual garments that fit us properly and that are in great condition. So that means no tatters, no tears, things like that. The reason why is because those things can get caught in nip points in certain areas on conveyor belts, depending on what portion of the lab or logistical areas that you work in. Now, another thing that you should do is always make sure that you're wearing clean, closed heel and closed toed shoes, sneakers or work boots, lace or ankle high only, no boots guys, on the work floor, okay? So this actually applies to production, distribution or maintenance floors. So guys, pretty much that's everyone. Open shoes like toes or heels, sandals, snow boots, and high top boots are only permitted in the office and non-production areas, okay? So let's recap on that just a little bit so that we're clear. Guys, just do what I always tell people to do during orientation. Make sure that you're getting a good, comfortable shoe that you can wear on these concrete floors. There's no give, there's no wood here, okay? So you wanna make sure that if you're going to be standing for long periods of time in the areas where you're working, that the shoes that you are wearing do several things for you. One, they are compliant with our dress code, and two, they can withstand long periods of standing or walking that you may incur while you're at work. You'll thank yourself in the morning when you wake up and you're not sliding off of the side of the bed trying to gather your wits about you because your feet hurt. So always get a great pair of shoes that cover both the toe and the heel. Now, of course, I can't tell you what type of shoe that you should be wearing, but something that is comfortable and looks great on your feet always makes you feel better throughout your workday. Also, folks, make sure that you understand that we're also saying no Crocs. <laughs> and we're talking about the Crocs where you just slide your foot in. Things like Skechers that you slide your foot in. Any shoe that you slide your foot in and the heel is out, even though you're wearing a sock, that is still out of dress code. And also guys, we work in an environment where you don't have to wear a steel toe boot. So you'll always find people 
throughout the entire Atlanta Service Center that wear amazing, amazing shoes that look great and feel good besides. Okay? So we've covered that. So let's talk about headgear. And what I mean by headgear are hats. Of course you can wear your hats. That's the great thing about working here because we have such great hats that come through Oakley or Ray-Ban, things like that. But we also have hat wearers who might get a little colorful in some of the statements that are being made on campus. Well, make sure that they are Hats that are good to wear, that are non-political or things of that nature, just make sure that it is a great statement or just a great color that matches exactly what you're wearing. And please understand that your hats or headgear are subject to workplace searches. So when you're coming inside and outside of the building, you will be asked to remove your hat from your head. So please be reminded of those things. So what we're going to do is we're going to get right back into our dress code. And what we're going to be discussing now is what not to wear. Again, folks, this is in your employee guide and you can actually get a hard copy from HR. And you can also go ahead and just download this directly from HR Central when you log in using your employee ID and the password that you have set up, okay? So let's get right into what we're not to wear and some of the whys. So for safety reasons, loose-fitting, torn, or ragged clothing, long dangling jewelry from your bracelets to your earrings, those things can become entangled in equipment. And as I said earlier in the beginning of our podcast, we talked about the nip points on a lot of our uh, conveyor belts that are on any one of the floors that we are in here at the campus. So please be aware that this is for your safety. One thing we know for sure is that when you get caught in one of those things, it can be a hassle to get you out sometimes. And to prevent that, it's just don't wear those items. If you really enjoy your jewelry and things of that nature, Make sure that you're wearing those outside of the campus when you're not working around that equipment. Tight-fitting, see-through, or revealing attire such as short dresses, ladies, or mini skirts, sleeveless dresses, low-rise jeans, shorts less than four inches above the knee, midriff tops, halter tops, yeah, halter tops too, spaghetti strap tops, or tank tops. We like to go by the four-finger rule for both your uh, tops and your shorts or your skirts. Just remember, if you are standing in front of your mirror (laughs) and you take four fingers and lay it in front of your knee or across your shoulder, you should be able to still see the clothing itself. If you can't, then don't bring it or wear it to work. That's a great rule to live by. Flip-flops and other beach-related footwear. Yes, we know it's getting a little warm outside. And we know with Atlanta weather, it can get pretty hot. But make sure that you are not wearing beach-related footwear, flip-flops, things like that, that show your pretty toenail colors, those kinds of things. We understand you want to show them off, but make sure that you're wearing the proper shoes, which again, should cover both your toe and your heel. 
Clothe clothing, actually, guys, that is in disrepair or unkempt. Make sure that you're wearing proper attire when it comes to that. And again, when we're talking hats or baseball caps, make sure that it doesn't have anything offensive, political, religious, or sexual in nature. Those messages are prohibited on campus, and you will be asked to remove those. Okay? Now, don't forget also, leadership does reserve the right to restrict your clothing, your hair, and your personal appearance that actually can detract from a safe and productive work environment. So, facilities may also use discretion to allow certain attire in their location, provided the attire does not violate safety standards. So, when we're talking about a team of of associates are actually wearing a team t-shirt and things of that nature, or it's or it's a special day or we're having spirit week and we've all agreed that we're going to wear a specific color or those kinds of things, then of course you can wear that. And, and of course we know that they will be based upon the dress code that is a requirement based upon our employee guide. Okay, now when it comes to a visitor or contractor compliance, the dress code policy actually applies to our visitors and our contractors as well. Okay, so definitely we want to make sure that we are remembering that as well. Another thing that we wanted to touch upon that I think we just certainly cannot forget are jackets. Sometimes, even though it gets really warm outside, because we are a climate-controlled environment, a lot of times we have people that wear jackets because it can get a, chill, a little chilly on the inside here, depending on what area of the facility that we're working upon. So um, one thing we wanted to touch upon was that there are no jackets of any type that will be allowed in our warehouses, guys. Now, we all know the warehouse is climate controlled, as I stated before. And in case you do, do feel a little bit uncomfortable because of the temperature of the warehouse, you do have some alternatives um, to what you can wear. Um, those alternatives could be sweatshirts, of course, no pockets, no hoods, or even long sleeves, long sleeve t-shirts. That's another one. Okay. And of course your leadership in your area will certainly reevaluate, um, what it is that you're wearing to make sure that you are following the proper protocol as those things change. So here's what you can wear long sleeve t-shirts. You can wear, um, a pullover that has, um, the short zipper in the front, the half zip, make sure that if you're wearing those, that they do not have a hood. And again, once again, no pockets. Okay. What you want to make sure that you're doing is when you're coming to work, that you are once again in compliance with what we are required to wear. Now, I wanted to touch upon a couple of other things before we wrap up today's podcast. That is dress code for RxO or the lab. It's a little bit different in the fact that the folks who work in our lab are required to wear lab coats. You will notice that some of us wear white lab coats and some of us wear blue lab coats. Regardless of the kind of lab coat that you have, you are still required to, up under that lab coat, be in dress code compliance 
okay? Just because you have it on doesn't mean that it's covering up what you have on, but make sure that you are wearing your lab coat when you are on the lab floor, okay? In addition to wearing your lab coat, make sure that you are buttoning the first three buttons down and have your lab coat uh, represent or have your lab coat with your badge on the outside of it. So it could be um, attached to the pocket that is on the lab coat itself, or you can wear your lab coat in addition to your badge on top of the lab coat with a breakaway lanyard. Make sure that it is a breakaway lanyard. So just in case if you're leaning over a piece of equipment or something like that and it gets caught and that would be your badge that you can literally pull away and your lanyard will break away rather than getting you further entangled into the equipment, okay? So those are a couple of things that we wanted to talk about. Again, white or blue lab coats should be buttoned down three buttons down. That is a Luxottica requirement, as well as your badge on the outside where it is visible by Luxottica staff. If you are going to be wearing a lanyard with your badge, make sure that it is a breakaway lanyard. If you need to have a breakaway lanyard, you can contact Asset Protection and they will provide you with one. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to be giving your, you your wink well of the week. As well, we're going to be talking about our next wink podcast. Again, this is your words, information, news, and knowledge podcast for the Atlanta Service Center, Luxottica, Atlanta. I'm Paulette, and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Wink, your words, information, news, and knowledge podcast. We want to thank you so much for spending time with us today during this episode of Wink, because we went over a couple of things we know that you'll be able to use, including COVID fatigue. So thank you to Dr. Andrews for stopping by. And also the services of Members Trust, our own credit union. So thank you, Heather Pasco, for swinging through and spending some time with us. Also, we covered dress code. It's getting a little warm out there, so we want to make sure that we went over our dress code policy at Luxottica. If you want more information about that, be sure to get a copy of our employee handbook, both digitally through HR Central, or you can get a physical copy. We'll see you on the next episode of Wink, where we will be discussing health and wellness. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>